The following podcast contains the ramblings of the common man. Although meant for all audiences, it may contain views or opinions that some listeners may dislike or find offensive. Although not our intention, if this is the case, we kindly suggest that you skip this episode or unsubscribe from the podcast. Thank you, and now, on with the show. You don't know what you do to me. Let me tell you how you make me feel. I need your loving. You're so good to me. I can't even sleep. Boy, you got me weak yeah. My heart is on fire since you put that thing on me oh, oh. You put that thing on me That thing, baby Ooh, baby, 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 mesmerize I said one, one two, 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 three, three, four, hit it What's up, everybody? It's Ramblings of the Common Man, season two, episode two. We're not counting the prologue. No, the prologue doesn't count, guys. Welcome Um, back. Episode two. Episode two. We're back here. Season two, Ramblings of the Common Man. Uh, This is Andrew, a.k.a. Drew Scallion, a.k.a. Scotch on the Rocks. Just Mr. Glass today. Once again, Mr. Glass. Just Mr. Glass. Sad face. In the building. So, um, hi well, everyone. Welcome back. Linda! Linda's here! Linda's here. She just came in to She just say walks hi. in. Say something, Linda. Say hi to the people, please. I, I live here. That's why. That's why I keep coming and going. And well, say leave. something. Be nice. Be positive. We have a question from last week. Yeah, this is episode from two. From episode one. We want to know, why are little people so angry? Little people, that can be taken No, off. no, sorry. Okay. I don't mean that. Well, don't they... Isn't little people actually the correct No, term? that's actually the correct terminology. Is it? Yeah, they don't like to be called the M word. You don't mean like someone like me. Like I'm No, I mean actually... Short, like we are referring to you right We're now. not talking about people that are born with conditions. No, we're talking about we're you. At, we're just talking about like people. Someone like me, like I'm just short. Like yeah. I can't... I'm yeah. Just, yeah. I'm we just want to know why you're so angry. That are smaller. Like you're little. You're 5'2", right? Yeah. Why so angry? I think I'm not angry. Why so angry? I think I'm quite joyful and happy. See, because la- last week when we were recording, yeah. you, you came in and you came out just like with a real angry she, aura pissy. around you. She just you put, a bad, you put a bad vibe on the whole show. Yeah. Whatever. We just wanted to find out why. Maybe you're having a bad day. Was it a long Maybe day at work? Maybe your guys' faces annoy me. How about that? Whoa. I think that proves right. Whoa. Little people are angry. I'm not angry. I think we're just going to... Awesome. We're going to run with the stereotype that she's just angry. Yeah. How about yeah. you just edit this all out? No. No. This is this is optimum content. So anyways, let's start saying our hellos. All right, everyone. So we're back. Triumvirate. What's up, Joel? Joel. Out uh, there at PEI. What's his return of the temptress? <laughs> That's Suicide Squad, man. Um, we're talking uh, Dawn Joel. of the Immortalis. Dawn of the Immortalis. Talus. What is an Immortalis? Read it. You'll find out. You'll find but out. Triumvirate. Check it out. Wattpad. W-A-T-T-P-A-D. Wattpad. Uh, shout out to Nasty Nate. At the real NC underscore. What's up, Nasty Nate? We miss you, buddy. Hopefully, uh, we're going to have you on season two. I um, have something I want to say to someone. Go for it. Closet listener. Closet listener. All, what's up? I'm taking this. I'm taking oh. it for you today. All right. All right? I'm going to just sit back and just going to okay. stay quiet. First of all, Hello. Second of all, I Snapchatted you, and you didn't respond. Three strikes. You're out. Oh. I'm giving you a second chance. Oh. Text my boy, man. What's going on? Like, he's been nice. He offered you Starbucks. He wants to buy you pumpkin spice latte, right? The guy, he's willing to go into debt for you and spend $7 on a stupid latte, and you can't even say yes. I opened up my heart to her, Adam. You remember that? And your checkings account, right? My check, yeah. And I used Marvin Gaye to help me with that. Yeah, man. Like, and a little bit of Beyonce. You like, put your feelings out on the table, and she just flipped the table over. I don't know what to do, man. I don't. I keep. I just want to keep giving her chances, but you know what? You keep giving her chances. I had enough of this. Okay, listen, closet listener. Okay, come on. I appreciate you standing up for me. We're friends. Now you need to. Open your eyes. That's all. By all right. the way, hello. So, um, what are we drinking today, Adam? We are drinking Glenn Fittick, 
15-year-old uh, distillery edition. Distillery edition. Distillery edition. Ooh. And uh, this is this one's packed a little bit more of a punch. Glenn Fiddick. Glenn Fiddick. The, co- the Scotsman uh, says Glenn it right Fiddick. every time. Glenn Fiddick. Glenn Fiddick. Glenn Fiddick. That's three times. Good enough. So, I think um, they got it. This Distillery one, edition. So this one's a little different from our... Uh, 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 Glenn Morangi that we no. had last episode. Glenn Morangi. Morangi. Sorry. Get around. Um, so what's uh, what's the differences with this one? Let's go with color. It's a little bit uh, darker. A little darker, yeah. More of a caramel color. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely packs packs a little punch. And that's because it's a it's a fifteen year. It's a fifteen year. And it's also it's a fifty percent alcohol. Yeah. So it's got yeah. It's a lot more stronger. So it'll get you. So, we recommend little bits at a time. Yeah, I wouldn't go, like, doing a double of this is... That's pushing it. That's, like, three... That's, like, a triple. It's strong. It's strong. But, it's really good. So, what... On a scale of one to ten, what would you uh, give this? Eight Scotch Rocks. Eight Scotch Rocks. Out of ten. It's a 15-year, everybody, so remember that. It's very good. It's strong, but if you don't want something as strong, why are you making noise? Why are you making noise? I live here. But like you don't see we're recording. You just I'm not making see. That much noise. I just want to say, little people are angry. I'm trying to get. We're gonna wait. We're tomorrow. gonna wait until you're done. Can I just throw in my two cents? One about Nate Dog. You gotta come a little closer to the mic. Can I throw in my two cents? Go ahead. Talk about one about Nate Dog. Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate. At the real At NC the real underscore. NC underscore. 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 Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about Jamaican patties. If you ever have them on the show. Okay. And then with the closet listener, yeah. maybe you should go different, not Starbucks. Take her to the Roosting King City because they make their own pumpkin spice blend. They, it's not pre-done. Well, we, like we it's an it actual up. pumpkin spice They blend? make it themselves. Because you like know I'm anti-pumpkin. Ju- no, this is like homemade pumpkin spice. Hashtag death to, pump, to pumpkin spice. I think spice. you're uh, spending too much time with your sister. We won't disclose love, her name. I love the roost. It's so good. Yeah, yes. and, and it's local. It's something small, it's close. nice. It's cute. Little I will cafe. say they make good coffee. King City. They do make good coffee. Keelan King. It's really good coffee. And they have scones and good cookies. No, no, don't get me wrong. I love, I love their bakery. I just know people that spend too much time there. Yeah. Oh, so My do I. My sister totally does. Yeah. We, we, we don't have to talk about your sister though. She doesn't deserve the spotlight right now. I had someone ask me if I was related to her, and I don't know why. I, I said my wife comes here. And they're like, "Is your wife Nadia?" And I said, "No, she's you not." You were supposed to say the no. name. <laughs> oh, Nadia. Sorry, whatever. It's fine. Hi, Nadia. <laughs> she's not gonna listen to this anyways. Randomly, she does. And I said, "No, I think she's seen her husband because we're not the same skin color." But she asked me. <laughs> well, she asked me, and I said, "No, it's my sister-in-law." And then she told me like, every she gave me her order, so she's famous there. Yeah, that's why I say that they go there too much. Well, they have a point system. Okay. You can't go wrong with a point we system. We have to keep well, going with them. But okay, maybe, yeah. maybe, Claus hey, listener. Claus listener. All right, so after a long Linda created the lay, um, we're back and we're... Glenn Fiddick. We're talking about Glenn Fiddick. And so as I was saying before I was interrupted, it's a nice caramelish color. Yep. It's got some bite, 50%. Uh, it's yeah. a Glenn Fiddick. Glenn Fiddich? Is that what he said? Glenn Fiddick. Glenn Fiddick. 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 Glenn Fiddick. Uh, it's a 15-year, and it is distillery edition, and I gave it eight eight Scotch Rocks out of 10. Eight Scotch Rocks out of 10. Yeah. How that, do you feel about it? I, I'm going to agree with you. Like I said, um, it's something you got to just have like a little bit at a time. Yeah. You can't pound this back. Like It's 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 really good. I think it was like 90 bucks for the bottle or 80-something. Yeah. So it goes so, so around $90 at your local uh, yeah. liquor store. I think it's worth it because you can't, I mean, you can if you want, but you don't have a whole lot of this at once. No. Like I so it will last you for a while. Yeah. Like a single shot, you, you're going to sip this for a while. So it's good. It's good. It'll last. I mean, we, we don't got much left, but it'll last. So, so shout out to uh, Glenn Fittick. Thank you so much for following us on Twitter. Thank you. And uh, thanks for giving us great scotch. Yeah, man. You make great scotch. So, okay, uh, so, so we got our scotch, scotch of the episode down. Yeah, we got that out of the way. So, so 
I think we're finally getting to this sort of new uh, theme and format of the show that we announced in the prologue. I have news. Oh, current I'm events. Getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. We need. I need a theme song. Eventually. Eventually. Cur- current events by Mr. Glass. Here we go. The Han Solo movie that's coming out. Yep, that's next year. They're making it a trilogy. Apparently. Oh, it's not next year. Sorry, that's uh, no, two no, years from now. That's next year is uh, the next is Star episode Wars. eight. Yes, so they're going to make it a trilogy, most likely. And do you know who Donald Glover is? He's the the brown guy. He's playing From Community. Yeah, he's playing Lando. He's Calder's playing Lando. Movie. Yeah. So that's very cool. They that, just cast him. They actually, he actually kind of looks like him, to be honest. He does. They he has. It's good. Even the guy who's playing uh, Han Solo, Alden something. I don't know his yeah, name. Yeah, he's the new guy. He can. It can fly. Like it can fly. He's got. He's got that bad boy kind of. Look. I got to admit, I'm a little skeptical of this whole Han Solo uh, origin story. But I don't like when they announce it's going to be a, a trilogy. Yeah. Because what if it sucks? Like, you know what I mean. The, what kind of trilogy? And that's spanning over the next six years. It, because it won't be minimum, coming out every yeah, minimum. minimum six years. We're assuming it, it takes yeah two years to make. Got to give one. credit to Disney though; they've planned a Star Wars film every year for the next six years. And Disney, uh, Disney with Marvel and Star Wars, like they've killed it yeah. out of the park. Yeah, so, they're 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 definitely got tons in the pipe. They have at least two Marvel movies coming out every year for until twenty twenty, I think. Yeah. And then, like you, like we just talked about, there's six years in the pipeline of Star Wars Star films. Star Wars movies, yeah. And supposedly there's going to be a Boba Fett movie. I don't know if... Uh, Honestly, that wouldn't surprise that's a me. That's rumor, but... but uh, at the same time, I, f- I wonder if this whole anthology idea is going to pan out, like how long it's going to work. Yeah. Well, you Because can we're make... going to get our first taste with Rogue One this year. Yeah. But you can only make so many Star Wars movies as far as like the, fr- the original franchise. Yeah. So that's why I think they're starting to branch out and make all these other movies. But they're gonna bomb eventually, and once they bomb, it's, it's gonna, gonna go hard. It's gonna, yeah, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be tough. So it's, it's gonna be like Phantom Menace. Yeah, that don't. That's just don't. yeah. I try not to think. Okay, what's next? Movie. What's next on the okay, news? Okay, and uh, it's gonna show how how uh, Han Solo got the Millennium Falcon from Lando. Okay, I just cool. Yeah, to. and in in the original Star Wars canon, I looked this up. He won the Millennium Falcon in a game of Sabak. Card game. Ooh. High stakes. I just want to look it up because I was curious. Cool. Because there is a reference that he got it from him in Star Wars, but it doesn't say what. So, just wanted to say that. And, um, what else? Daisy Ridley. Yes. You and so, she plays uh, Ray. Yeah, you love her. She's really cute. Yeah. And uh, she has said that in the next Star Wars film, you will find out who Ray's parents are. That is good to know. You will. I wonder if it's Luke Skywalker. I don't think it is. And you've heard my insane theory. Yeah. Which I think is true. But you know what? Maybe next podcast we can talk about Star Wars. Hey, man. We're going more pop culture, so we might as well. Maybe. I think Star Wars, because I got a lot to say. Yeah. Okay. So next podcast, Star Wars. Okay. Spoiler, people. And second of all, or finally, I should say... Um, oh, actually, Guardians of the Galaxy released a preview. Yeah, their great. first teaser trailer. It was really good. Yeah, I was like so happy to see these guys back in action. Yeah, it looks very true. With to the, the classic one. "Hooked on a Feeling" song. Yeah, it looks to be true to the first one, so it's it's exciting. Um, finally, I just want to say that there were. Have you seen Space Jam? Yes. Okay. Well, Michael they might, Jordan. They might remake it. Yeah, with uh, LeBron, right? Okay. I just want to throw out a quote that I read, and I thought it was, like, the best quote ever. Okay, Patrick Patterson from the Raptors, right? Yeah. Who won tonight against Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Um, he said, to make a sequel to Space Jam would be like trying to paint the Mona Lisa again. Sure, you can probably do it, but why the hell would you want to? Okay, oh, so. Oh, that's, that's, that's. I get what he's trying to say, but is he comparing Space Jam to the Mona Lisa? That's I don't know. That's a weird comparison. I got to be honest. Like Mona Lisa's the greatest. Like I don't know if you want to say piece of art, but greatest painting ever, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Space Jam Mona Lisa. I don't know. That's all I want to say. Throw it out there. A little strange, but anyways, you want to make a part two. Not really looking forward to it. 
This has been a segment of Adam's News, We're brought gonna, to you by Glenn Fittick. We're going to have theme music eventually. Okay, Luke Cage. Okay, so let's just preface this with, okay guys, this is our first pop culture episode. Yes. We're talking Luke Cage this episode. Yeah, and there will be spoilers. Yeah, so spoiler alert everybody, and we're telling you right now, spoiler, this is spoiling the entire season. So if you have not watched anything and you're and you uh, you know you don't want anything ruined, stop right now. Stop and come back to us when you've watched the season. Yeah, or listen to the episode before this. Yeah, like, listen again. to episode one again. Yeah, of season two, or just go back to season one and start from the beginning. But anyway, so you guys have been warned. Spoiler alert: Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, right. and I just want to say, because our our podcast is called Ramblings of the Common. Men. Yeah. So we're common men. Yes. We're not experts by any means. No, not so at all. So if we're saying that guy with the crazy hair, we don't know his name. We're talking about that guy with the crazy hair. Right? Yeah. So we're I not... just want to say, if you're looking for like a real in-depth comic book podcast, Cave of Solitude. Cave of Solitude, guys. And you know what? I think he, they just released the Luke Cage episode. I think I saw that on their feed. Yeah, yeah. I just saw it today. Which yeah. Which is funny because we, we were talking about it. But I... I haven't listened to it, but I think they'll go in depth, like really in depth. We're going vague. Yeah. So um, before we get into the Luke Cage discussion, yes. uh, I just want to preface the conversation um, by talking a little bit about okay, so what is Luke Cage and what universe is it in? So um, Luke Cage is obviously a Marvel superhero. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, that's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so uh, if you guys remember. Um, Marvel actually uh, strung a deal um, with Netflix to release uh, four superhero TV series that would culminate to um, an equivalent of the Avengers but on a smaller scale. But so, now it's going to be five. Now it's going to be five because things have evolved over time. Yeah, so Punisher we're going to. I'm going to. I'm going to give just a, a very very quick synopsis of what has already been released. Um, Obviously, uh, we're not going to talk about that right now. We definitely could in the future. For now, we're going to focus on Luke Cage. But in 2015, season one of Daredevil, which was the first Defender. That was last year? Yeah, it came out last year, man. What? Right. Uh, so season one of uh, uh, Daredevil came out. Um, so uh, that is what started this um, series. So, I would just like to say, yeah, absolutely. I know this is about Luke Cage, but I'm going to throw it in anyways. Fantastic series. Fantastic. Uh, are we referring to what? Daredevil uh, Season 1. Season 1, yeah. Fantastic. It, I think it got the Netflix Marvel Universe off to a great start. I don't really look at like Daredevil Season 1 and Daredevil Season 2. I kind of like... I don't really look at them as the same show, separate seasons. I kind of... They feel like separate series to me. Yeah, or, like, because... separate mo- movies. If, yeah, if sense. you look at their, like the first season of Daredevil, it really is an origin season. Yeah, but the second one's very different. Yeah, very, very different. So... Following, just keeping keeping the ball rolling here, um, late uh, 2015, we had the second hero, or the second defender introduced, which was Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Um, personally, uh, probably, my, uh, you know, I really enjoyed the series. I know, Adam, you enjoyed it for the most part as well. You thought it was a good story. The story was very good, but I would... We'll put them in order later on. Yeah, we'll put them in order later. Um, and um, early this year, 2016, we had season two... Of Daredevil released, best one. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Which introduced a new a new character. One batch, two batch, nickel and dime. <laughs> Is that right? Punisher. Punisher. Awesome. The Punisher. He's awesome. A new take on the Punisher, and it was uh, it was good. Frank um, Castle. Frank Castle. Yeah. And it leads us to the to the tail end of 2016, which introduced Luke Cage, um, which that we're going to talk about today. I will say sorry. Yeah, season two of Daredevil is not for the faint not of heart. For the faint of heart. Keep in mind, it is on Netflix. It's not a a, um, a publicly aired television show, so they do take some liberties in being a little bit more uh, lenient in some ways. Um, it's a bit more graphic than the other stuff. Uh, just a just a quick quick preview on what to expect coming uh, next year in 2017. Um, we're going to have uh, season one uh, coming out in March uh, of Iron Fist. How you feel about that? I'm really looking forward to Iron Fist. Um, so far, they've released a couple teaser trailers, and I looks pretty exciting to me. I He's the to, fourth defender. I had to look it up like to find out more. 
because I was like, this guy just is like, is his superpower a strong punch? I couldn't figure it out. But he harnesses his chi into like a force. You know, I don't know what the right word is, but anyways, he's um, a superhero. He's a superhero, yeah. He's and he knows uh, he knows kung kung fu. Kung fu, yes. So that's made, coming out. That's cool. That's coming out um, spring 2017. Yeah, looking forward. Uh, recently announced. Recently, we're gonna have a Punisher series. Oh, so exciting! So he's really quote unquote the fifth defender. So exciting. Um, so that's actually slated to come out 2017. I heard that might come out before Defenders. Yes. Yeah, so I was gonna say yeah. After also um, on route both. for 2017 yeah. is the Defender series, which is supposed to take these four originally four now five mm-hmm. superheroes or well they're not all super but uh, heroes. Um, I think a couple more. There's more than five. I think there's a girl from uh, Iron Fist too. Oh, so yeah, so there's we more. haven't even been introduced to them yeah, all yet. Yeah, there's a bunch. Anyway, yeah. so it's sort of um, the Marvel television version of the Avengers. A little bit of a smaller scale. Yes. Um, it's all comic book, uh, comic book based, obviously. So that's pretty much in a nutshell of what Marvel and Netflix have done together. And so far, they have done a pretty bang-on job, pretty good job. That's fantastic. So today, we're going to focus on Luke Cage. Yeah, I don't have m- many negative things to say about the other Marvel episodes or uh marvel shows so luke cage how did i feel i felt that it was really good so if i had to give it a grade i would give it a b minus b minus b minus maybe a b i'll tell you why first half was really strong really good first half of the of the season then i would say the third quarter of the season started to tail off a bit nothing really happened kind of was like Stuff happened, but it was like it took a whole episode for one thing to happen. It was just like a lot of filler. Felt a little dragged. Lot it dragged on in the in the third quarter ish, second half. Then the end was good. Ended off like I maybe could have ended off stronger, but I was satisfied with the ending. So that's all I gotta say. It probably I think it was thirteen episodes. I would say it probably could get cut down to eight. Yeah. I have to agree with you. I think I would give it, again, um, myself personally, I'd give it a B-. minus. Out of the three current uh, Marvel superhero shows, or uh, Marvel shows, I was my least favorite. Uh Uh, But at the same time, none of them were bad. Uh, Luke Cage was was good. Uh, Me personally, I just found the other two series better. See, I I would say Jessica Jones had a better story than Luke Cage. But I preferred Luke Cage to Jessica Jones. In terms of the character? Like, in general. Just the, the whole the whole series by itself, I like better than Jessica Jones. But the story was great in Jessica Jones. It really was. Good. Yeah, it was really it, good. If you guys dark. haven't seen it yet, check it out. But, yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, it's a dark story. It was a bit dark. But um, my favorite season of anything is Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, that awesome. blew everything out of the water. Yeah, that was great. So, um, want to get talking about Luke let's, Cage? Let's do it, man. So, I got some stuff. I wrote some stuff down. Uh, some Easter eggs that I found uh, in every episode. Ooh. So we're not going to give you like a rundown of the show because you should go and watch it. Yeah, if you're listening to this right now, you've already. We're assuming you've watched the show. Like I said, we've done the spoiler alert, so yeah. we're, we're delving into stuff here. So again, if you don't want the show ruined for you, press pause, yeah. or press stop, and go and we'll watch skip the show. The episode and so come right back. We're assuming you've seen you've seen the show. You know what we're talking about. Okay, episode one. I found that Luke Cage, in general, had a very big Black Lives Matter feeling to it. Absolutely. Would you agree? 100%. Like it, it, was, was, it couldn't be more clear. It was the most... Obviously, it's fantasy. But it was the most realistic feeling uh, shows that have been uh, released so far. I have to say, it was very timely, especially with a lot of the... Um, the the crime going on in the United States right now against uh, black the black community, uh, especially with uh, police, um, we've been hearing about that in the news lately. Yeah. So I and I'm not sure if they filmed it for that reason, but it uh, was definitely very timely when it was released. Well, like I noticed um, the whole well, Luke Cage wears a hood, but then there's one part in the show where they're all wearing hoods. You know which, uh, yeah. which part I'm talking about. And um, they all have hoods with bullet holes in it. And it reminds me of, like, what's going on today. It's past. 
but there was that guy, and I hope I got his name right, Trayvon Martin, I think was his name. God, I hope that's right. But uh, I know his first name was Trayvon. Anyways, he got shot uh, in uh, by, what's his last name? His last name Zimmerman. Some guy just shot him. He was wearing a hoodie, saw a guy walking down the street, shot him. He died. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, during that time, a lot of people were wearing hoodies. Like, that was kind of the movement at the time, showing solidarity that they supported, um, or they were against, this kind of stuff. Anyways, that kind of gave me that feeling. That same feeling of what was going on then, kind of reflected in the show. So, that's all I want to say. Um, next... Have you, uh, it had a very, I hope this isn't racist, black exploit, black exploitation? Is that what it's called? Black exploitation? Why don't you ex- tell us what you're, try- what you're trying to say? I'll explain it to you. And I think that's, I think it's okay. Because there was a series, there was a point where, like, there were movies released that were very, uh, like, uh, uh, black centered, like, uh, Shaft, for example, is like the most popular one, right? So, and and they had that, like, 70s kind of vibe music. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah. you caught that, like, that vibe of, For sure. of music from the show, right? Especially in the club, man. They had some... I gotta yeah. say, I like what I heard. Good music. Great, great, um, great music. So, anyways. So, as I was saying, Shaft is the most popular guy, for, or the most popular person from that genre of movies. Right? And I looked it up. It's okay to say. Genre. Okay? Yep. He's the most popular guy. In Pop's shop, he has that sign, right? Remember, it says uh, "You pay," and these guys, uh, these guys don't pay. Uh, Al Pacino, yeah, whatever. A lot of a one lot of, of greats. The, yeah, yeah, one of the guys on there is Richard Roundtree, right? Okay, that's Shaft. Oh, right? okay. okay, gotcha. So, because yeah. it had that feeling of those kind of movies, I feel that it was influenced by that. Had like that kind of feel. I saw Shaft. It was, it was okay. It was not bad. Anyways. But it had that kind of musical feel. You get that feeling from the movie. I'm past that now. All right. Uh, the kid was selling DVDs to the incident. The incident. So we caught that, right? Absolutely. So they're referring to the uh, the Chitari invasion from right. the first Avengers film. Yes. So he has it on film. He doesn't know anyone's name except for like Iron Man. But um, in all the Marvel. Um, in all the shows on on Netflix, there has been some sort of reference to the incident. Yeah. Right. I think in just in uh, Jessica Jones or Daredevil, there was like uh, newspaper clippings and stuff like that. There's always been some sort of reference. And the same kind of reference in Marvel's Agents of Shield as well. Yeah, they always reference the incident. So. It is. I do find it interesting to note though that they're referring to the first. I guess you could say the first incident, because we have to keep in mind that we've had two Avengers films. And the second one's Age of Ultron. And that was an incident, too. It just didn't take place in New York. It yeah, took Ultron place in dropped, uh, Europe. Yeah. Yeah, so When Ultron's dropping that, like, no one... What did he drop? What was it? He uh, dropped a whole... I think it was a whole... Well, it wasn't a continent, but it was... I guess I guess you could say it was almost a country. Sokovia is a state, maybe a state. Yeah, whatever. Big piece um, it's of a, land. It's a fictional city. It's a big piece of land. But, ba- that, hap- but that happened in Europe. Okay, yes. So I just find it interesting to note that um, the the Marvel Universe, at least the writers, have sort of disregarded that incident, per se, using the word incident, and they've focused solely on the New York incident. But check this out. Incredible Hulk, right? Yeah. The last one with Edward Norton, I think. Yeah, and that's actually part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So Mark Ruffalo says in... um, Crap, I don't remember which movie it was. Might have been the Avengers. Well, it's the it is the Avengers. I don't remember which one it was, one or two. But he says something about I'm not liked in Harlem, or he references Harlem, um, because in the Incredible Hulk they have like a big all-out fight in Harlem. Oh right, right. that's right. So yeah. he mentions that like he's kind of not welcome in Harlem. I don't remember the exact words. We're common men. That's the way it is. But yeah. there is a reference. That's what I was trying to get at. I'm done. So, anyways, we see Cottonmouth and Mariah. Yep. Pretty cool. Um, the two main villains... Well, Mariah's a villain, but you got Cottonmouth and Diamondback. I right? have to say I like Cottonmouth more than Diamondback. I love Cottonmouth. Yeah, he's a good villain. They're both snake names. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But I think in, in the comics, they have fangs. Like, it's really weird. But um, I'm 
I'm happy they didn't exactly go through that kind of uh, idea in the show, but um, yeah, they're both snakes, and I think in the comics it reflects more. So um, we got uh, uh, hold on here. So they make they make reference to Fisk. Yep, Wilson, Wilson Fisk. Fisk from the Daredevil series. Yeah, and Justin Hammer. Do you want to say who Justin Hammer is real quick? No, go for it. No, uh, he is the guy in Iron Man. I believe it's two. That makes weapons. That's like his main. His main, com- yeah, competitor uh, in Iron Man Two. Is that correct? Yeah, you're okay. correct. So what I liked is that the use of the crown as a way of showing power and like change mm, of power. That's right. You caught it right. It's pretty yeah, I had obvious. that painting. Like the first, there's one like great shot. You see it everywhere of uh, Cottonmouth standing in front of the picture of Notorious B.I.G. with the crown sitting on his head. It's really well, well done. Right? Yeah. So that shows Cottonmouth's the king, right? Because Biggie's the king in New York, right? So showing Cottonmouth is is the king. Really yeah. cool. And they they do that a lot a few times, like where they the crowns over his head. Um, so I noticed that it's used to shift power. Even at one point, Mariah the crowns on her head. Um, when Cot spoiler, remember don't listen. Cottonmouth dies when she pushes him through the the window. Right, she steps forward and the and crown's over crown's her head. Over her head. Right? Yep. So I'm just saying. You see the power Oh, and at one point you even see the there's a reflection off a mirror, right? And it's just the face. And then Cottonmouth steps into frame and the crown's on his head. Yeah. So it is used pretty cool. And then I'll say at the end, uh, Mariah gets a new painting and it's two crowns. Two crowns. And then the crown is over her head, but then also, the second crown is Shades. Shades. And she gives him that creepy, sexy bite. Can I just say that Shade, the actor who played... I don't remember his name. Theo, uh, Theo, Theo Rossi. Rossi, yes. Yeah. I gotta say, this actor is not... He's a, he's a good actor. I really liked him in, in, in Sons of Anarchy. Juice. Juice. Yeah. But he came in and played Shades in Luke Cage. And you know what? He, he's got the right well, look. Shades not the coolest character, though. He was cool, man, and it makes me want to wear glasses in the in, in, in the dark. Yeah, he was he was just cool. I know he's a villain, but like he was. I got I got to give credit to Theo Rossi. He really played the character well, and he's just got a knack for playing that sort of gangster. But character. he didn't do much. He didn't do much at all. But, but his presence. So, but he did it so well. His presence was there. Yeah, he didn't say much. He didn't like have to act out much. I mean, he did, but it was just very neutral and mellow, and everything he said was kind of like monotone. But it was supposed to be that way. So, really good. You did a great job. Good job, Shades. A lot of Bible references. A lot of them. And and keep in mind that this was a heavily influence. Like, the Bible was a heavy influence in the story. Yeah. Seeing as both Luke Cage and his estranged half-brother, Diamondback, spoiler, mm-hmm. um, were sons of a preacher. Yes. So, but what I noticed is, so, um, Cottonmouth, right? He says in the barbershop, uh, he's in... He's into the old stuff, that eye for an eye, the Old Testament stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember he says he's into the old stuff, eye for an eye. So he's into the old stuff. Then I found it interesting because Diamondback quotes all his stuff from the New Testament, right? So yes, Cottonmouth dies, and then Diamondback takes his place. So it's kind of like old the New, New Testament and Old Testament, and then it's like New Testament comes in. You know what I mean? So it's like the new understanding. And that's kind of like what Diamondback did, because all his quotes were were from the New Testament. They're all whacked out. Like, they didn't make any sense in context, but they were all, uh, you know what I mean? Pretty much everything he said was Bible-based. Yeah. Like, everything. So, except for, sure. for when he was calling them out in the beginning, which was weird. But um, uh, I also found that Cottonmouth has some sort of code. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I found that uh, yeah it, he because um, he, he was mad when pops died he was he had his loyalties yeah I and mean, pops was his friend but he yeah. was not happy when when the guy died no and, and it's not to say that um, Cottonmouth had any restraint at all when it came to killing people he didn't like or whatnot but when pop when when pop was killed and he realized that it was one of his own men yeah he took care of business because he didn't touch shades though no. Even though Shades was part of it, Shades didn't say that it was his idea because he's smart. Yeah. So he left him alone. And it's because Cottonmouth had that respect for the man. Yeah. He respect he respected 
certain men and obviously it was so i was really hoping that pop was going to be a, a character that would be played out in the series a little bit more but unfortunately it lasted one episode very much of an uncle ben type feeling yeah right? and, I, and i gotta say i really was uh you know the actor did a good job but just who pop was you know he was that that guy where all the kids could come to yeah. in, in the city of harlem and he would do his best to keep them off the street mm-hmm. and keep them straight and keep, and, and teach them good uh, life lessons and good morals. Yeah, he was, he was a reformed just, gangster. Yep. So it's, uh, and, and he was friends with Cottonmouth. Even though maybe their friendship kind of went different ways, he still respected the man. So that was yeah. cool. Um, I thought one part was really cool. Um, the guy's name was Turk. I have to look it up because I couldn't remember his name. Where Cottonmouth throws the guy off the building and he says, You Harlem N word. N-word, yeah, they use the N-word uh, a lot. Yeah, or off, or off the hook, I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. <laughs> so, that's pretty, you know. That's a big statement to make. Little little uh, shout out to Daredevil. There, yeah. You know what I mean? But it shows how crazy Harlem is. Yeah. Compared to Hell's Kitchen. We, Hell's Kitchen's nuts. And I had to, and just a um, side note here. When I was watching, when I was watching uh, Luke Cage, I was really curious. Because they keep talking about Harlem and then I think about Hell's Kitchen. What's the correspondence of these two places on a map? Mm-hmm. So I actually looked up, I, and I looked, um, and Harlem and Hell's Kitchen are really close to each other, actually, in the city of New York. And they're really, really tiny spots. So that would be why Luke Cage goes from, uh, or where was Jessica Jones? Does well, I looked up Jessica Jones, and it just says New York area. It doesn't have a specific area um, mentioned, at least. Okay. So she's probably roaming around a little bit in between the two, I would say. Okay. Um, I know somewhere it probably says, but yeah, we tried to find it. I don't know. Anyway, so I thought personally that that was pretty cool to see the close geo, uh, geographical connection between these two characters and series. And so when that character actually said, "I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen," yeah. geographically speaking, that's completely feasible because yeah. they're not even far. It's not far. No, but like it's just yeah. So everything's happening in one area, pretty much. Like, yeah. Very close proximity. Yeah. Um, I found it cool that Pop had Pops had a swear jar. I, I love that. You don't see that too often anymore. No. Hey, do you know that um, they wanted to have Prince on the show? Oh, really? And Prince doesn't swear due to religious reasons. Yes. So he, uh, they, they had the idea of a swear jar, hoping that Prince, because there's no swearing, would be on the show at some point. But he died. But it's unfortunate. I man. found that out. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Prince cool. pr- Prince was a good guy. Yeah. So, anyways, pops had the swear jar, and then Luke Cage, after pops died, uh, pops said, "Swear to me, uh, always moving forward, always forward, says. never back." So Luke Cage swears to him, and then keeps the swear jar. So it's a swear to pops, right? Yeah, absolutely. A little connection. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. Luke Cage uses the chess pieces to describe what he's gonna do. I like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, take, take out his pawns. Take out the pawns first. Yeah, then his rooks. And then he says, take out the queen. And at that point, Mariah hasn't really done too much. No, but we see that she quickly becomes the queen the figure. Queen. Yeah, so that was cool. What did you think of the music? Uh, the music? I, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I love the music. I'm thinking specifically of when Luke goes into um, the building. It's like his first real action scene. Now, not the Chinese restaurant. I think that was episode one. This is the one where he takes the car door. He yeah. goes into... Um, so are you referring to the more orchestraic music or are you referring to like the 70s style no, soul no. music? They're playing uh, Bring the Ruckus by Wu-Tang. Oh yeah, is. that was some good old school stuff right there. So you know he Loves goes... It. You know what I mean, right? He's going in with the Yeah, with the he car grabbed door. the car door and he took down 50 men. Yeah. All shooting, shooting them up. That music though, like really made the scene. Yeah, it did definitely, and I and I and I got to say as a side note, um, all the music that was playing in Harlem's Paradise, I love it. It's fantastic. If I could just get that stuff on a record, like that '70s soul music, it's good stuff, man. I'm sure there's gonna be a soundtrack for sure, or you can find it somewhere. Yeah. Um, so then, in the fourth episode, we see Luke's backstory. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. That was cool. And we and we actually you're probably going to touch on it, but we actually find out that there's a connection between Luke's backstory and Jessica Jones. Yes, because the doctor, that was her name, Riva. 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 Okay. Yes. The doctor that was working at the prison, that I didn't realize because they don't really 
I don't think they ever say that she's his wife. Do they on the on um, Luke Cage? Not on Luke Cage. Jessica um, Jones. But in Jessica Jones, yes. Okay. So on Luke Cage, uh, she saves him at the end. Or yeah. Well, she saves- helps him, yeah, escape. Well, she doesn't help him escape, but she helps him... When be- he escapes. ...become a new new person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's Do you remember his original name? Carl Lucas. Carl Lucas. Okay. So he goes from Carl Lucas to Luke Cage. Yeah. So there's a little bit... Yeah, she helps him in that transition. They get married. Then Jessica, Jessica Jones, under mind control, kills her with, yeah. a, with a super punch. And we find that... We find out... Uh, well, we don't find out, but if you go back and watch Jessica Jones, it's actually the same actress... It who is. played Luke Cage's wife. I honestly, I had to go back to check because yeah, I did too. not realize that it was the same actress. Yeah, me too. And honestly, when I when I found that out, it made me appreciate these shows that much more because there's they've dropped so many little connection and details that you don't even realize right away. And they don't have to use the same person. No, no one's gonna go look back, but they do. They do, and that's what and I. And that love. just shows how much uh, Netflix and Marvel and Disney are committed to these series. The USB from Jessica Jones. Another connection. Shows up in Luke Cage. Yep, absolutely. And that's actually with his wife. Yeah, and we see that it has all the experiments on there um, that they did to... To Luke Cage at uh, Seagate Prison. Yeah, and it was also her notes, too, of Luke Cage. Yeah. So we see what's on there, a lot of medical stuff and stuff that will help them to create more people like Luke Cage. Yeah, so basically Jessica Jones was like a little teaser... They you know yeah. they, they showed they showed the USB drive, but never knew what was on it. Yeah, they never. Mentioned. It was just a thing of focus. Yeah. And then we get to see we a little bit now. more about what that was about in Luke Cage. Seagate. Justin Hammers mentioned real quick where Riva is saying something about rumors, and she's talking about millionaires in the basement or something like that, right? So I wasn't sure. I was like, who's she talking about? Real quick, I had to look it up. She means Justin Hammer, but she was like, it was just a really quick. Yeah. Little Which aside. is again connected to Iron Man 2. Yeah. Uh, more to Justin Hammer in a second. So anyways, uh, Luke escapes. And what's he wearing? He's wearing a crown. A really weird crown. Like a metal crown. And he's wearing a yellow shirt. And yeah. he has a chain belt. Right? And that's a throwback to the comics. Yeah. That's like that's Luke Cage's original uh, suit. It's kind of like how Wolverine's original comic suit was like that yellow suit. Yeah. With uh, you know the little horns and stuff so yeah cool but throwback. his suit looks ridiculous right? it does and i'm happy that when he sees himself in the mirror he says i look like a damn fool yeah so i find a lot of times in these superhero movies they make fun of the old clothing but that's okay because listen we're in 2016 now well you brought up wolverine right like i yeah. remember x-men cyclops says to him what should we be wearing yellow spandex or something like that yeah so they you know yeah they're not afraid to make fun of themselves because as they you know they realize that over time things change. Yeah, so that's cool. I I like that they at least acknowledge the comics. They had a little, uh, little wink to the comics, and that's it. We see Claire, the doctor. Yep. Or Claire, the nurse. Excuse me. Claire ties all four series. Well, so far three, three series together. Yes, and she's but she's gonna be in Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. She will be in it. So because she got the little, uh, the little ticket or the flyer at the end of the karate lessons. Yes. I'll get to that after. Okay. So anyway, she ties all the shows together, and uh, we see some Harlem figures in um, on the show. Dapper Dan is one of them. So they have real Harlem like guys. So Dapper Dan's a tailor. Yeah. Uh, in like the hip hop community, he's popular. There's songs that they mention and stuff like that. But um, in the store, you like the scene where they're in the store, right? Yeah, man. And uh, who do we see? Method Man. That's cool. That's pretty cool, man. And it's like Method Man is in a is in a shop, and it's getting robbed. And Method Man's just like, "What's going on?" That's right. And then Luke Cage steps in. And he's like, "I can't believe I got to deal with this right now." But he still does it. He takes well, care of the situation. And then yeah. he asks Method Man for a sweater. And Method Man's like, "I'm way ahead of you, bro." And well, he like, takes it off and gives it to him. They're both super excited to see each other, which is cool. I yeah, like that. That's cool. And then Method Man has a rap about Luke Cage. On, awesome. on the radio, on air, yeah. Uh, I think it was in episode uh, 12. I want to download that song. I like yeah, it, man. It's like so cool. Um, the Judas Bullet. Mm. What do you think of the Judas Bullet? That's, again, back to that uh, biblical, biblical biblical reference. That's right. Made by Hammer. Made by Hammer. Again. Yep. So, yeah, go ahead with the biblical reference you're saying. Well, Judas. Um, and uh, as you as you know, if you watch the show... Um, 
uh, Luke Cage's half brother Diamondback is constantly quoting the New Testament. Um, so we could tell that he's heavily religious, and um, he might have named it. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, he might have. And it was actually interesting to know because interesting to see because you know the first time the juice bullet hits Luke Cage, he's he's on the verge of death. Yeah. It goes so right that through. so just like how Judas was the reason that uh, Jesus passed uh, was yeah. killed, you know. It's almost the exact same in this storyline where the Judas bullet was the reason that Luke Cage almost died. You could say, though, I don't want to go biblical, but Luke Cage, almost like a Messiah-ish vibe. He's the savior of Harlem, right? Like, he almost died, brought back to life kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he didn't die, but he was on the verge of death. He was. He was almost there. Savior of Harlem, right? So there's kind of like that, that, that feeling. So that's cool. Um, the Judas bullet was made from an alien metal, right? Mm, yes. So I didn't know where it was from, but you know where it's from. I know where it's from. Well, initially you thought it was. Um, I thought it was vibranium. Vibranium, and that's because we got Black Panther on our mind because he was in the recent Civil War movie. And I thought he lived on Oaxaca, but he doesn't. <laughs> where does he live? Um, Wakanda. Wakanda. I thought Wachaka. I forget. I, I tried. <laughs> Wakanda. But it's actually referring to ch- the Chitaki metal. Chitari. Chitari. Chitari metal. <laughs> Chitaki. <laughs> okay. And yeah, it's Chitari metal from the invasion from... Uh, from what? the incident. The in- sorry. The incident from... Yeah. Uh, the first Avengers. First song. Avengers, yeah. So that's cool. Um, we hear Trish talk real quick. Trish talk is... Halfway a- through six or seven, I think, is the episode. We hear real quick little... Thing of Trish talk, so it ties into Jessica Jones. I like that. Yeah. Um, what else? And well, and just uh, in case you don't know, the Trish talk is a throwback to um, Jessica Jones. Yes. Because her best friend Trish has a talk show on the radio. She could fight. And she uh, she's gonna become a, she's gonna become Jessica Jones sidekick. I, I feel it. You feel it. I feel it. So there's a quick flashback of uh, well, it's not quick. There's a whole episode, and it's about Co- it's the episode where Cottonmouth dies, hmm. and it shows his life. Yeah. I find TV shows do this all the time. They'll show like a whole episode about this person and, and they kill then the he's person. Done. He's yeah. Done. But he had like he was a good kid when he when he was he was, he like was. a musical prodigy. He was right? actually uh I, I find that his family had pushed him into this lifestyle that he really didn't want. But his uncle wanted to send him to musical school yeah. to music school, right? And it was um uh what's her name? Mama Mabel? Is that I her forget name? her name. Yeah, Mama Mabel, who who wanted him to be like part of the business. You the know business, I mean? yeah. And she was crazy. She cut off a guy's finger, like at the dinner drink. table. At the dinner table, right? So and then she's like, "What are you guys looking at? Keep eating your dinner." Yeah, that was crazy. It was nuts. So, but then, anyways, uh, Cottonmouth is made to kill his uncle. Um, Mama Mabel makes, makes him do it. He doesn't want to do it. They kind of force him. This is what I found pretty crazy: is that he was terrified, but then Mariah comes down. And she's like, do it. Like, cold-hearted. Yeah. Right? She yeah. was. He was shaking, and she's like, do it. He did all this to me, whatever. And she just straight-faced, she was like, kill him. Yeah, just so like we, we learn that uh, Mariah isn't the, you know, happy-faced politician that she comes across to being in the public eye. Yeah. She really is um, a nitty-gritty personality in the back. Yeah, so she's she secretly, she's tough. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Where did Cotton, where did Diamondback get these Judas bullets from? Like, because at one point they mentioned that they're super expensive. So why does this guy have, like, incredible access to, like, all these super weapons? Do you ever, th- like, I thought I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, he has access to Judas bullets, but they never mentioned that he has money. Well, or, like, keep in mind that you remember or, that he uh, brought together all the uh, crime lords of the different uh, races and backgrounds in he Harlem. He killed them all. He killed them all. Except for the Spanish And what's to say that he didn't steal all their money? What's to say that he didn't start no, accumulating shot, profits but, from their trades? Oh, he probably did. But he yeah. shot Luke Cage before that, right? Oh, that's a good I point. I believe. So, I don't know. Maybe I, he was saving up. I don't know. He got it from somewhere. Maybe stole it. Who knows? I don't think they ever mentioned it. But that's cool. That's fine. So as you said, he's their half brothers. He was uh, Luke was the miracle child. I think he said. Uh. Luke. Uh, Luke's mom wasn't or had a hard time having babies. I think. So Cottonmouth was or uh, Diamondback was born first, and then Luke. Yeah, was, the, like, you're the, right. Yeah, and and Diamondback was born out of wedlock. 
yeah the priest uh, had a wife yeah uh, but then yeah like you said he was the miracle baby he came later and then um they kind of forgot about that the priest basically uh sort of left diamondback behind and uh went back with his wife and uh diamondback resented luke cage um for that uh, rest of his life even though we do see a scene in the final episode of how they used to train together when they were teenagers uh, in the boxing ring yeah which was really cool we'll get to that in a second there was one part that I really found really interesting where Mariah is at her desk I believe and she's looking it's a picture of Mama Mabel right oh right and And her face is like it's her reflection over Mama Mabel's face and she just she she puts that picture down yeah because she's becoming that person yeah. So I found that really cool. I like it. Um, did you know this was crazy? I actually read this. When uh, Misty is going through the slides, um, you know, in the, in the, where she in the library or, you know what I mean? She's looking through the newspapers. Yep. Okay. So one of the slides has a Back to the Future reference. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. It's, you have to pause it and read it. But um, someone made it bigger, made the picture bigger. And it talks about Marty and Doc Brown and whatever. They changed the name slightly different. But it's like pretty much it talks about like Marty, Doc, Hill Valley, like the time machine, all sorts of like it's it's really cool. If you have a chance, look it up. The names are different. I forget how it goes, but um, it, it's pretty cool. It's a little nod to Back to the Future. So That's awesome. Yeah. Claire keeps telling Luke that she knows a good lawyer. Mm, that's Matt Murdock. What do you or think? They tease- Foggy. But they teased it. They teased that one of them was going to be there. And like nothing. Nothing. And I was thinking that we would get some kind of crossover other than the nurse. Um, you know, because Jessica Jones had Luke Cage in it for half the season. Yeah. And um, I was really expecting another hero, particularly Jessica Jones, to show up in this show for at least a couple episodes. Nothing. I nothing. even foggy. Like Bring Fo- I thought Foggy would be there. Yeah, because I think the way that season two of Daredevil ended was that Foggy was going to... He actually left Murdoch and uh, um, the he left their firm. Yeah. And he actually went to join um, Jessica Jones' uh, friend, was who is boss? also a lawyer. Oh, okay. I yeah, the last scene, he's actually sort of interviewing with her for I a totally job. I totally forgot how it ended. With I gotta her. watch them all again. Yeah, and uh, I think Matt was more left on his own to take on his own battles but they left on good terms common men see i don't know these things i forget but uh yeah she kept telling luke that she knows a good lawyer that's it episode 12 real quick stan lee got the reference i saw that you saw the poster yeah i saw the poster going into the store that gets robbed i was actually kind of hoping that stan lee would be like the guy who's running the pop shop kind of thing i know i know he's getting really old so i think he's gonna start being in less of these movies but i like that he gets a nod in every film he gets it so i love it yeah um, I found the fight a little bit weak. The fight between uh, Luke, Luke and, Cage Diamond, and, and yeah. Diamondback. It was right in the beginning of the episode. It was about 15 minutes long. And it was only a 45 minute episode length too. It was super short. Yeah. And like when the fight was over, I honestly thought this, this uh, episode was done. And I'm, I checked to see how much time was left. It was like 30 minutes. Ago. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit of an underwhelming ending. Uh, the whole the whole fight between like I said before I don't I didn't find the uh, that Diamondback was such a great foe I actually preferred Codmouth over Diamondback because Codmouth presented different challenges whereas Diamondback seemed to only be a physical foe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. So uh, I only have a couple other things I noticed. Uh, Fish, which is the di- uh, the chess player, at the yes, end yes. says this barbershop can be used for uh, should be used for something else or there's another use for the barbershop something like that do you remember that yes because it's got like shot up a bunch of times yeah so what's it gonna be right maybe so, it could be like a hideout or, or like, like a well because they become heroes for hire i don't know if they're the gonna defenders yeah or oh or, I see. Or that's i know they were in luke cage was in a comic book called heroes for hire okay and um there's even a cult like a in the asian restaurant yeah. she says can i hire you Yes, so they do kind of bring it. up that. So I don't okay. know if that's going to be a hideout. Could or be like a base, be a base of operation. Base of operation. I'm thinking some sort of base of operation. Um, last thing I have. Sorry, two more things. Claire takes the little the little flyer, so she's getting tied into Iron Fist. Yeah, we already see it. 
It's uh, Colleen Wing is the name of the girl. She takes her flyer self-defense. So there's self-defense. The, tie, uh, the Iron Fist tie-in. Kung Last Fu. thing, and I'm done, is that um, the show literally ends off right where it started. Nothing happens. <laughs> no, is it? Like, it starts with Misty going into the bar with a like her big afro and... Yeah, looking, she's wearing looking a nice, good. Yeah, wearing a nice dress. And it and Cottonmouth is standing at the top, looking down, and Luke's wherever. And then it ends with her going into the bar with the afro again, except uh, Mariah's at the top. Mariah's at the down. top, so she's with shades. With shades, shades is the number two now. And so she's hell bent on taking down Mariah because she knows that Mariah is responsible for everything that she put on Luke Cage. Luke Cage um, is. Is uh, going back to Seagate. He's going back. It's going back. So it's all like that's what I'm saying. It's all. I have to say, it's almost um, like nothing happened. Even though I felt that the ending was really underwhelming, I yeah. thought that the last five to ten minutes of the show mm-hmm. was was worth it. It was you know a good good cliffhanger endings. What do you think um, about the way he beat Diamond back? Like I understand he took the punches, but then he gave him I an uppercut. Like, but I like, feel like it was a rocky moment right there. Yeah. So Diamondback, is he crippled? Is that what happened? Like, was he paralyzed? Uh, I don't know. They didn't really make any instance of it more than other than he was just got knocked out. Because he gives him, like, the atomic uppercut. Yeah. And then at the end, you see Diamondback in the hospital, and it's the doctor who created Luke Cage. Yes. That is yes. in the room with him. So that, again, is another cliffhanger. What's so he going to do? So we know what's going to happen. We right? don't trust him. He's going to make Diamondback like Luke Cage. Yeah. And the doctor did seem to be good. When you do see him in the movie, right? Like he, he, tried he has to, good intentions, I yeah, think. Yeah, he tried to save Luke Cage, and then he tried to save him... Uh, sorry, he tried to save him in the prison, and then he tried to save him later on with uh, when he was in his barn. Yeah. But now he's kind of doing not-so-good work. So, yes, yeah. you know... It's, I think his ambition is getting the better of him. Do you think that uh, Diamondback is going to be the big bad for the Defenders? I don't know because I read an article that they were possibly looking at Sigourney Weaver playing a villain in the Defenders. I heard that. I heard that. I was thinking that maybe they, they might just save Diamondback for the next Luke Cage movie. Well, I'm thinking that either whatever happened in Luke Cage will have some sort of connection to Defenders or mm-hmm. they're going to put all of those things on hold and just resume in Season 2 of Luke Cage. I was thinking that. I was thinking after that. the defenders, because um, obviously Luke Cage is going back to prison. So I'm thinking that maybe when Defenders starts, they're gonna Luke maybe Cage's bust him out, probably bust him out of prison or yeah. something because they'll need his help. Yeah, or Matt's gonna get him out or something like. Or that. yeah, the, lo- the there's He'll lawyer. He'll be out of out. prison by like the second episode. Yeah, for sure. He because he got to get the show going right. I'm done, man. That was that was a really good. I'm good. That was a good ramble on Luke Cage. Um, we're gonna wrap up the show because we don't want to uh, bore you guys too much. Um, I know we dragged it on a little bit, uh, but awesome conversations. I if hope you guys you saw, learned some. If you saw the show, you know what we're talking about. Absolutely. If you didn't see the show, shame on you. You shouldn't be listening. You shouldn't right be now. listening right now. Go watch the show. Yeah. Um, so what do we have to look forward to in 2017? Well, we got um, Iron Fist, obviously, yeah, coming out up. in uh, March. And then we have the, uh, the official individual show of the Punisher, but they don't have that release date. Yeah. For that yet? They've started recording, but there's no release date yet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Defenders season one. They started recording that too, I believe. Uh, yeah. So or they're taking, actually taking. they're actually filming the Defenders and Jessica Jones season two back to back. Okay. But they'll be releasing the Defenders season one before Jessica Jones season two, I believe. Okay. I heard the Punisher might come out before. Defenders. Yeah. So we're not too sure about that one, but Defenders, regardless, is coming out fall of 2017. Yeah, but Punisher is still. Technically, as of right now, not supposed to come out before. Oh, okay. So That's if the, it does, it's a bonus. Yeah, because they started it early. So then I was reading it might come out early. I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? I think it should come out before just f- to make sense. Yeah. Like, well, again, know. that's going to be if he's even part of the Defenders. You no, never he's, know. He's in it. Yeah. I, was, I was reading he's in it. So, I mean, he's got to be. Come on. It's the Punisher. He's so cool. He's awesome. Anyways. All right. Shout out to Joel. Triumvirate. Dawn of, Dawn of the Immortalis. The Dawn of the Immortalis. Nasty Nate at the real NC underscore. Yeah, Lucas and uh, what's his David? name there? David. Tech Time. Tech Time. Cave Hi. of Solitude. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Linda. St- yeah, Linda, we love you. Um, Cave of Solitude. Hopefully we didn't steal their thunder. We're going all, all <laughs> no, comic book on no, here. No, believe but. me, man. They, they're, 
they know like everything. So <laughs> yeah, if you guys want a more professional analysis, yeah, we're just common guys. Like, yeah, you're getting the common answers here. If you want like real, like by the book, they made no mistakes. No, no, that's where you go. So this has been our first episode that was kind of like off the beaten path. It's like expanded. Yeah. So I really hope you guys liked it. Um, send us your feedback. You know, send us a tweet uh, at Ramblings. Sorry, at of the common man. Yes. And um, our email address is ramblingsofthecommonman at gmail.com. So send us an email. Send us a tweet. Uh, let us know what you think. Maybe we'll Star Wars next time. Next episode. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you'll hear my crazy theory about who Ray's parents are. Oh, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. You guys can't handle it. All right, guys. I think we're gonna wrap this up. Um, Play name- some music to get us out of here. Music's coming. Um, my name is Andrew, aka Scotch and the Rocks, aka Drew Scallion. Mr. Glass, aka Adam. Doing it backwards. Doing it backwards. And I, I know, like, Claus listener, just just listen to what Adam said. Come on. Okay? Come on. That's all we're going to do. Throw him a ball. All, all right, guys. <laughs> this has been Ramblings of the Common Man. Thanks episode for two of season two. That's right. Episode two next is episode three coming out in like a week or two weeks. Yeah. We'll Stay tuned. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll, t- we'll uh, see you guys next time. Peace.